0: Right as the chair creaks Hello world Matt's chair is also welcoming you This is episode 77 Do you want to get in a fist fight? At least say hi I think you'd win no, At least say hi to the people If you're going to ignore them Hello So we're back again And we have a raucous week Raucous news Raucous things happening It's my new word and we appreciate everybody chilling, tuning in again, 77 times. At Pierce Podcast on Instagram, we're on Apple, we're on Spotify. YouTube, TikTok, we're adding content. You know, hook us up. Help a boy out. Tell your friend. To start, we have something that Matt brought to my attention. You know, you look at Matt, you think, svelte, European, uh, perhaps Olympic swimming diver type. That's the body that I see with you. That's what I yeah. get. And considering this... um. Matt was excited to send me an article around the new NIL. So NIL is an organization that allows college athletes here in the United States to get sponsored and potentially earn some money, which is something that they haven't done for a long, long time. Um, And Matt being an offensive lineman, this really piqued his interest. And are you a little bit jealous about what's going on currently considering?
1: Yeah, I think I would have been great for this promotion. Right. It's right up my alley.
0: So this is quoted as Hooters celebrates offensive linemen with NIL deals for 10 different schools. So essentially this company has partnered with 10 different Division 1 football programs including Miami, USF, Auburn, Oklahoma, Missouri to basically have their offensive linemen motorboat a bunch of titties. Um it includes well-recognized players such as Zion Nelson, people that are going to get drafted. If you're a general manager and one of your respective prospects comes in, does this help or hurt their draft stock?
1: I think it would greatly increase their chances because now you've shown a marketing ability and you're not just the big guy. And you got a hookup for Hooters. So it's Hoot- a good spot for some team building.
0: They genuinely, right, use you, you, some after-hours corporate team building. They also genuinely do have some good wings. Uh, They're not great, but it's better than like your local spot that somebody's going to bum you a sig at, right? It's it's above average. Um, And I think this is a unique opportunity for American ingenuity to take forth and and really like spring itself. We have the uniqueness of the fandom surrounding college football combined with the entrepreneurialism of these kids trying to make money for themselves. And you get some weird Venn diagram cross sections of – you know, fat offensive linemen getting Hooters deals. Like, I'm into that. And I'm trying to think what else could potentially be out there, um, you know, that could be hysterical for us, for our entertainment.
1: Well, you also just had uh, John Daly and his son sponsored by Hooters. So that was a perfect pairing. Yeah. And now you've got offensive line into the mix. It's whoever they hired as their marketing director. Great decision.
0: They know their demo. And, you know, that's a big part of it, right? Our demo, we're in over 20 countries and five continents. Some of the people to talk are like this, uh, And so, yeah, the fact that they know, hey, who goes to Hooters? Fat men. You know, who else goes to Hooters? That's it. So the fact that they're really honing in on that and zeroing in almost autistically, I think from a business perspective is going to help them out immensely. Because I don't want. I also don't want to say it, but Hooters to me, it's a dying. It's dying. It's a dying American brand. I, 100%. for one, just kind of the disgusting the
1: feminists are killing it.
0: A hundred. That's where I was gonna go. Right. Even outside of the delicious food, and maybe you had some bad. Maybe there was a little bit of an issue at your Hooters. Um, just in general, I think with the politi- the politicization of everything today. Yeah, it's not, unless they just have men. Like androgynous well, men also bring you your, you know, your barbecue wings. Potentially that's their, their pivot that could make them continue to not offend and continue to be in the market.
1: Bill Burr hit the nail on the head in his latest special when he ranted about feminists and the WNBA and the women's soccer team.
0: Yeah. Bill Burr's He was
1: spitting truth.
0: He's a good guy. Um, we're going to do a little pivot ourselves here. We're going to bang out the sports stuff in the hey, front. Man. Little League, just to happen. This is something, I don't know, again, uniquely American. Little League World Series. Um, they get together every year in Williamsport. I think it's Massachusetts. Is that where it is?
1: Nope. Rhode Island? Pennsylvania.
0: PA? Okay. So, yeah, they go to, like, kind of a, a, a little homey Central r- PA. rural area and bringing all these Little League teams Um from across the country to compete, also internationally. It's pretty boring. Like, after the age of 14, and and you can ride a bike outside of the house and come home after 9, and you are interested in some pussy, like, no one cares. But Matt apparently has been watching, and there's been some controversy surrounding this year's games. Do you want to get into that a little bit?
1: Well, I'm not going to lie. ESPN has kind of ruined it in the last few years. Uh, I was trying to watch the U.S., championship game yesterday and i had to turn it off because espn has turned it into all all they do is do interviews with the parents i don't give a fuck what karen and chad have to say about their fucking kid that's lighting it up
0: yeah they're douchebag let me
1: watch the goddamn game
0: the kids like bryson he has like seven armbands and the the, the dad just lives vicariously yeah, through him. Got a visor because he blew his knee out in the state title game in, like, 1997. Like, I, I understand that completely. Yeah, it used to be this wholesome kind of game for kids, and now it's, like, Karen's story hour, which is whack. Um, So, essentially, though, specific to what the drama is this year, there was a hot there was a hot mic. They threw, like, a, a mic'd up on one of these kids who was pitching from Iowa.
1: Uh, all the managers have mics. So, okay. whenever they come out for, like uh... – like a mound visit or even like between innings, they're always mic'd up and they play it a bunch of times to show how great the coaches are and how inspirational they are. Right. Even though that, you know that coach a couple of days ago was just reaming these kids out and calling them disappointments.
0: Yeah. Literally. Te- I actually, one time anecdotally the, one of the weirdest experiences I had was I went to a baseball practice. I was probably like nine years old and I get there and I didn't have pants. I just had shorts And some weirdo douchebag dad in a failed marriage was like, no, you need to go home and put on pants. So I had to go home. I had to get like some weird person because my parents weren't there. They dropped me off to give me a ride back to my house to get pants and then be brought back. And by the time I ended up back at practice, it was almost over. So. What strange rules well,
1: the practice about that you specifically had to wear pants well it was you really only need pants to slide
0: yeah i think we were sliding we were learning sliding oh, that Jesus uh Christ. but that's irrelevant to the you point still wear shorts and yeah so one of these kids was caught speaking to his manager and he said essentially like this is rigged so i'm gonna play for the people um right now if it'll go but yeah and this has been all over ESPN essentially saying Hot Mike catches kids admitting to the fact that this is a rigged situation Um, let's see if I can get it to
1: load alright
0: so they're talking right now and I don't know if this is shocking to anyone Nothing, nothing we can do about that strike call, okay? But, and to me, when Matt sent this to me, we're, this is the one we're going to skip on the most because this is just a kid complaining. Literally just bitching yeah, a bitch.
1: And the umpires suck. All I keep hearing from the ESPN broadcast and stuff is that the umpires are volunteers and they don't take any money and they're such wonderful people. Well, sorry, they suck. Maybe we should pay the umpires because none of them can make a fucking call. The next pitch was 12 feet outside, and the guy called a strike.
0: So you're genuinely watching the Little League World Series, and you're complaining about the quality of umpiring?
1: Yeah, I also hate that they have instant replay.
0: They do or don't have it?
1: They do have it, and I I
0: hate that. Yeah, do it the old school way by the eye. Get it wrong. you know? It's
1: fucking Little League.
0: Yeah, it shouldn't be that serious. Um, It really shouldn't. I mean... I have a lot of good memories of Little League, and one of the coolest things I think early on is you get drafted, like at least my Little League did, so if you were okay, you could get drafted yep. in like the top three or four rounds, which is cool, you know? Um,
1: but my Little League only had two teams, so.
0: I was scared of the ball. I, it wasn't really my sport early on. That's Fierce bitch. Yeah, I guess. I had good hand-eye. I could rake, you know, slice doubles to the gap. But, again, that... We were
1: complete opposites then because I think I led the league in hit pitches. I leaned in the shit.
0: Oh, wow. I wish I could have had more of a command um, of that because I think, like anybody in baseball, there's really very little barrier to entry. Uh, you look at David Vogelbach, who's a, a player on the Mets right now. That dude is Danny like burgers. 417 pounds. So the diversity of body types that you get and. There's really no physical barrier to entry to baseball. So if it's something you stick with and you have the hand-eye and you're not a little bitch and you're scared of the ball, it can go somewhere.
1: Hey, I pitch for slow-pitch softball, so that's where you can really get killed.
0: Are you saying on the comebackers, or are you just being facetious? Because
1: those fucking bums that were the high school heroes that still do it and they're just pimping home runs, they have like hundred and forty-seven exit below and slow pitch. And you, if that comes at you, you're fucked.
0: Do you? Let's let's to end the topic. We'll couch it with a little gambling angle. For one, can you gamble on these children? And secondly, if you can, who is your favorite? Do you think to win this the the whole goddamn thing?
1: I know you sure as shit can't bet on it in New York. Uh, I don't think you can bet on it elsewhere. You could probably do it in like the fucking Caribbean through like Bavada through the old school betting ways. Um, Hawaii's probably going to win it. You They've s- given up like three runs in the tournament.
0: You sound like a boomer speaking to the good old days of having to buy weed and the escapades that you go through. Like, oh, I, there was a drag in there and it was it, like some strange story, right? And, and you really sound like that when mentioning the, the prior days of gambling, which is what, like Hell eight, yes. 18 months ago? All right, well, not
1: even no fuck, a year ago,
0: and not even on that. We have our first. We're, we're going to do a little pivot into seriousness, conspiratorial, hey, uh, topic. You could say here today. So Matt knew nothing about this. So I'm going to elucidate the people in case you nope. don't. So John McAfee. This is surrounding him. There's a new Netflix special, documentary that's currently out about him, and it's any
1: relation to Pat McAfee.
0: Uh, No, at least I don't think so. Although there is that like weird, I've watched a YouTube video on how redundant genetics are. And if you go back far enough, we're all related, right? So technically, yes, Matt. But moving off that, he was a tycoon, a maverick in the tech space in the dot-com boom of the 90s. He created and founded McAfee software, McAfee security, which if you had any type of shitty Toshiba, Asus, laptop from anywhere from ninety nine to two thousand and sixteen. Usually came pre boarded on with some sort some sort of standard uh, like malware security, which would be either Norton or McAfee. So that's what I know it from. Just playing like roller coaster tycoon and having a little oh, bit of yeah. a sense of the Windows ninety eight platform. Or you were
1: good enough to have an Apple computer.
0: Right. Yeah, like the old gateway off white, like some some Asian kid put it together. In a factory, OSHA wasn't there. Like, over time.
1: They had shit laptops.
0: And so that's really what what he's known for. That was his big ticket. He sold it, I think, for like $350 million. Um, But rather than just being your typical boomer who occasionally seduces a Gen Xer, right? Someone in their mid 30s, this dude was a psycho. He bought like a compound in the Bahamas, uh, would fly in women. Hopefully all of, of age. I, I can't speak to that. Um, and he would do mescaline with them. He got into designer drugs, which are this, this kind of black market industry where scientists and using chemistry, you attempt to recreate existing compounds and drugs that work. So it's like a synthetic version of whatever you fill in the blank with. So he was making all these strange drugs that have side effects that are completely off the map and unrecorded. It's 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 insane. Um so he lived a a strange life and he was tied to a similar kind of not Epstein circle, but like elite globalist pioneering tech guy. Like he could have hung out with, with Elon Musk if he wanted to. So he had a platform to be able to go on shows on YouTube and, and, and say things. And one of the last shows he was on, he spoke to the fact that how he would never kill himself. And if he did, it was fake. Um, for X, Y, and Z oh, reasons. familiar. And he got caught in the Bahamas for tax stuff, which they always do, right? But it's probably because he was banging 12 year olds and doing mescaline. They extradite him to Spain. He was in a prison in Spain. And he kills himself. He ends up being hung. They found him hanged.
1: Allegedly.
0: Allegedly, right? And so and this happened, I believe, in 2020 or 2021. So it's been a little while. Like the dust has settled.
1: 2021.
0: And coming off this is this documentary that's speaking to the fact firsthand accounts of his girlfriend who i'm showing on screen rights right now samantha herrera and she's saying no like he did not kill himself and he's actually currently alive um
1: you mean to tell me she's from belize and her name is samantha
0: yeah that, there's got to be some kind of although this happens when my family got to ellis island right they change your name they go what is it yeah no it's this now like i'm gonna spell it how i want next so there could have been that going so that's on. That's why
1: when I call Samsung, I talk to Peter, even though he has an accent. I mean... Hello, this is Bill.
0: It's Yeah, it's not Bill. Although it could be Bill. But the okay, chances Bill. of every single time I call Samsung, it's William. Yeah, give me a break, dude. Come on. Now you're stretching it a little bit. Um, so she's quoted as saying right here, his side of the story is that they're after him because he didn't want to pay off the government. Right the taxes, whatever it Yeah. They wanted to hurt him to get rid of him. She says in the film, adding that McAfee was able to connect the Belizean government to corruption. So he wasn't in the Bahamas. He was in Belize. I apologize. Some, you know, strange third world place that you shouldn't be at. If you have a ton of money, like they don't even have running water. Um,
1: well, they started dating when she was 18. So
0: accordingly, what you owe? Yeah. 18. Um, so, yeah, I guess this is just, I mean, this is a thoughts kind of thing. Let's let's jump into this. Yeah, there, I'm showing the photos of him in Spain. Um, you know, he looked like he'd been losing weight, but he looked healthy. Prior to the suicide reports, McAfee had been repeatedly tweeting that if he was found dead in jail, it would not be a suicide. And in 2019, he got an arm tattoo that read schwacked with the money symbol to back up his sentiment. Yeah, so he went full retard into the, I'm not going to kill myself, and then he ends up supposedly killing himself. So... Where do you come down on this? I mean, you don't even know the guy, but just tertiary, like from a from a well, different perspective.
1: He seems like a nice guy because it also says here that he broke things off with uh, Samantha and married a former prostitute from Miami.
0: Wow. Yeah, I mean, wh- what are we not going to? Come on. Cheers. God bless. Can't hate on that. Yeah, this is in the Running with the Devil documentary. I don't know. It seems like a setup little bit does again i think maybe where our ears get peaked maybe we're a little bit um biased because of what's happened here recently with epstein with just the basic distrust and dissolution um in our institutions here domestically in america again if you're abroad at pierce podcast on instagram we're on seven different platforms five continents uh over 20 countries we love you thank you for making it this far yeah, Matt is coming down and saying he thinks the guy's fuck. Yeah, he thinks this is fucking dead. It could be an attention grab. Um, but for me, because of the track record that I saw, I'd see him on podcasts 5 years ago, I know the kind of oh my personality. God, it's
1: a fucking handball. It's
0: I know the per- What's What's going on?
1: Fuck. We got a fucking handball. In what? The fuck is this? This should be a penalty kick.
0: Oh, you're watching soccer.
1: Yeah, I flipped over to soccer cuz Daytona is now in a rain
0: delay again. As long as you stop rocking in your chair, you can bang heroin. I don't give a shit live on the show. You know what I mean? Do you, buddy? Now, I think the last. I'll get some WD 40. Is that what it needs?
1: Uh, it is a piece of shit chair, though. Like something you'd buy for 100 bucks from Staples.
0: I was going to say, did you get it at Office Max?
1: No, we have a Staples here. We don't have Office Max.
0: Are you really getting like snooty about the difference between Office Max and Staples?
1: No, I'm just saying we're not good enough to have both.
0: All right. Well, you know what? We are good enough to have. This is a pivot. Pivot. Uh, a, a fight. We have a fight. We have a Twitter fight, Matt. Uh, this is this is shocking. Get the children out of the room. But this is something I see every day scrolling on the internet, and I feel like I want to share this moment with you. Um, with the people live. So let's go ahead and start her off. Yeah. So this dude is eating punches. I don't know the context. I don't know the backstory to why they're in this position. Um, but they ha-
1: even know why they're in this position.
0: They're shirtless.
1: Well, the one guy is, you know bad, gonna beat
0: her on. I can't tell the ages of these people either um, like to me they could be anywhere from 14 to 44 years old I have no idea
1: I'm gonna say high 20s
0: okay so late 20s um, have you are you impressed like like let's jump into this
1: um, well, the guy's got a solid chin the guy throwing the punches, though, like, he looks like he'd be dangerous, but he can't punch for shit. There's no fallout on these punches. Uh, clenched fist, which takes away your power. Clearly, he's never taken a boxing class in his life.
0: I was going to say, let's let's elucidate the people while your wife is dying of COVID in the background. We, You'd think, again, I, I tease Matt, but he actually does boxing, like, three days a week, and... Not only does he do it, but you show up consistently, you're an eager member, you ask questions, and you're good. So I think this gives him a little bit of expertise into this to where he can talk shit or speak to the fact that this guy's form is garbage.
1: Yeah, this is just terrible. Horrible stance. Awful footwork. I could have knocked this dude out in two
0: punches. Now, considering you're doing these boxing classes, when was the last time you were in a fight? Has it been a while? Has it been Whoa, Whoa. since you started boxing? Or is it just now that you have the skill, no one's stepping All right, to you? Bro. All right,
1: bro. Do I've actually never been don't
0: in a fight. Oh, wow. Well, that's not the answer I expected. You want to know somebody that has. It's
1: because I'm large and people just don't try it.
0: Well, and I don't it's. No one hands. It could be the hairline, too. You do have that. Not only am I going to beat you up, but I might rape you hairline. It's not Wait, anything. It's not really my thing. No, I, I know. It's the hairline. It's not you. You're a sweetheart.
1: That's why I cut my hair short.
0: Um, I hide the hairline. Now, I also sent this to Matt. We saw this on TikTok. Uh, this is someone with Down syndrome just having a silly goose time um this made me laugh this made me smile and again this is on the lord's day we're gonna have this live to you later today hope you can watch with us if you're at this point we love you and laugh and smile as well so i think he's trying to do a stone cold style thing here um and he smashes the beers together and quite it's very impressive honestly um, I'm gonna get the audio on that as well for the people. We gotta run that back. And the title of this is if you want to watch it yourself, Go Hard or Go Home. Which he did. I love the family's immediate disgust. So yeah, what a what a heartfelt video to, to end the show on. Um Matt, do you want to sign out with anything? What are your thoughts as we head into another week here, buddy?
1: I love that the cowboy hat he has on looks like it's made from cow. Like it's white with black polka dots.
0: It's He went uh, all t- out.
1: They take the beers off of him, and he just has a look on his face like, what'd I do?
0: Yeah, I think he's equal parts scared and confused. Um, so let's help our boy well, out. Someone can explain what's going on to him. You know, you can't just yell at someone with Down Syndrome and not provide context.
1: He also broke rule one of owning a pool.
0: I thought you were going to say of owning a Down Syndrome person.
1: Uh, I don't know the rules on that, so I can't speak to And I think you Down Syndrome people
0: technically do own them, right? Someone owns them. It's not like they have a license, yeah. or a mortgage. So... So, yeah, wow, that got dark right there at the end. But, yeah, that's a great video to to close this out on. Matt, I think, um, is going to continue gambling on the Little League World Series through some, I don't know, Peruvian VPN website. It sounds illegal. And
1: preseason football.
0: Right. Um, I, myself, am going to have a wonderful week lounging out. We do have another conspiracy episode coming to you with my cousin, live from his back deck, that he built himself. And I will say, apparently there is a difference between a porch and a deck. Maybe we can get into that with him next week. Um, but, yeah, I love you guys. If you made it to this point, we love you. Link tree in bio. Matt's chair is ready to be done. At Pierce Podcast on Instagram and all platforms. We'll be here next week.
1: Oh, we did not discuss my walk-off hit in slow-pitch softball. <laughs> I literally won us the championship.
0: Um, Are there any witnesses? Yes. Really? Who?
1: I don't know if we have video or photo evidence, but uh-huh. uh, there were people there.
0: Was your wife there? Yes. You should just have her yell if it happened, because I don't believe it happened.
1: I Thank I'd... God I finished it off because she was on deck.
0: And you don't have faith in your wife's ability to... in the clutch? Oh, God. On that note...
1: Oh, boy.
0: No, it's all good. I just said on that, now we're going to leave. We love you. Peace, people.